Hi, this is Savannah. This is Erica. And this is Behind the Grim Door. So what's up, Erica? Oh, not much. What did you do today? Uh, I worked a half day. You worked a half day? Half day. I didn't work at all, which is surprising. Wow, but what did you do <laughs> today? I got a new tattoo. Uh-huh. And it hurts. Uh-huh. It did hurt. You know how many people ask me if it hurt or not? Uh, everyone. Everyone? That's that, like the question. you've seen? Yeah. I went to Best Buy to get this mic, you know? Did that hurt? The guy at the register's like, did that hurt? Did you tell him no? It <laughs> yeah. fucking felt good. <laughs> and I just can't quit. <laughs> Tattoo therapy. Dude, I got t- tattoos on my wrist the size of nickels. That fucking, no, never again. Like, no. No, it, it did hurt, I have to say. But it's all the shading that I'm just burn. waiting on that bubble to I know, I was super excited because you the know ink bubble? It was new to Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Bet you it smells weird under there after a couple of Ew. days. Ew. No, I'm it's... just saying. How are you gonna wash your fucking hands? Oh, it's waterproof. Okay, good to know. Yeah, it's waterproof. And I can keep it up to like seven days or something like that. <sighs> all right. Well this is our first episode of Behind the Grim Door. Ooh. And we are going to talk about Warren Leslie Forrest. Forewarning. I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah. I, I'm, I've been catching up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know who he was until I was researching for a different episode. Um, something cool for our very first episode. And I stumbled across Tim. Hmm. Never heard of him before. And also, he was active during several other serial killer sprees. I can't even say that. Serial killer sprees. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking serial, but go ahead. Serial. <laughs> <Like>, serial. Serial <laughs> killer. But, uh, yeah, and in my opinion, he if he was not, I mean, he was as bad or just, like, as worse. But people don't know about him. Like, I don't know about him. I Maybe the people. him. Well, maybe the people like in where this happened in Washington knew about. No, we're about. talking Washington State, right? Yeah, Washington State. I know that place. Oh, you do. I vacationed there growing up. Where in Washington? Mount Vernon, the Mount Vernon area. What about um, Vancouver and all that? Been there. Oh well. Here we go. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> growing up in the nineties, been there. Well. So let's get to it. Yeah, do, do. Okay. Let's see, serial killer Warren Leslie Forrest was born in Vancouver, Washington, in 1949. After serving in the Vietnam War, he married his high school sweetheart in August of 1969. Okay. So was he was 20. 20 years old. He was 20. Wasn't even thinking about marriage at 20. <laughs> I was. Uh, I did once. <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> and married. In 1969, and they had two children. I wanted to put this in there because during his killing spree, he was married with two children. That's weird. That's the sick part. Like, those little details, like Ted Bundy, Ooh. you know, being a Christian church-going guy. BTK. Oh, yeah. prime example. Or no, yeah, I'm thinking BTK, not Ted Bundy. Oh, I was like, didn't Ted yeah. Bundy eat people? I don't know. No, that was Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, we'll get our serial killers. Okay, we'll get to that eventually. We'll get to that. But keep keep Ted Bundy in mind when we're talking about this. Okay, okay. Because there's the connection, but yet not a connection. Anyways, yeah. So they had two children, and Forrest and his family moved to Fort Bliss, Texas, then to Newport Beach, California, and finally in 1970 they settled in Battleground, Washington. Do you know where that's at? Uh, I've heard of it and can't say I've been there. Okay. And that's where he landed a job with the Clark County Parks Department in January of 1971. So let's talk about that. Oh, so you know what I'm talking You know Clark County Parks? Uh, okay. I've never but, been. Well, no, let's just talk about the rainforest up in Washington State. Oh, wait, is this the, that's where it is? Huh? Is it in Clark Um, the Clark oh, County? Oh, they're everywhere. Okay. Like, I've never the, been up there. Oh, oh, it's beautiful. These rainforests are massive. Like, national park massive oh. dude wildlife bears like i mean bears mm. you know meat eating critters so yeah like okay let's I remember, remember that a little bit yeah, remember that because 
This guy got yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he got in that parks department. He yeah. knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. So this is a crazy timeline with as many as seven or more victims, as far as we know, of kidnapping, sexual assault, torture, and murder. Neat. Yeah. Neat. Uh, I'm going to try to do my best to simplify it, but the way it unfolds, in my opinion, just shows how sick and barbaric he was. Like, this dude was just, Mm, don't you get me started mm. on this nasty fucker Mm-mm-mm. he was sporadic with his victims and he was evil his murderous path just barely crossing the path and paths what's plural plural <laughs> of another well-known silly killer can't do it again god gosh darn it sudden onset speech uh, <laughs> so warren's first victim first known victim or is believed to be Jamie Grissom, a sweet 16-year-old girl who loved horses mm-hmm. and poetry and soon to graduate from high school a year early. Forrest attended that very same high school years earlier. Yeah. Okay, so had to have known the parents. Pa- yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I mean, if... Yeah, the, yeah, you know. never once did they, I, in my research, did they... Actually, say anything about her. Very possible. Possible. Uh, She was raised. Well, no, sorry. Uh, She was raised in a foster home. He didn't know the parents. Yeah, but maybe her adopted parents. Maybe. She was raised in a foster home alongside her sister Star. On December seventh, nineteen seventy one, she left her home to attend just two classes at her high school and was expected to arrive home around one to one thirty. She had told her foster mom that she would walk home. That was the last time Jamie was seen alive again. It wasn't until a month later that the police officially reported her missing. They originally believed she had just ran away from home. Jamie Grissom vanished without a trace. And there's not a lot to go on. This is just like who they believe the first victim oh, was. Oh, this is like a maybe. Yeah, this is a maybe. This was, has not yet been proven, but it's oh. a hard belief. Okay. And it wasn't until five months after her, dis- this, this is why they think he did it. Or there's a connection. Okay. It wasn't until five months after her disappearance that a trace of Jamie was found. 20 miles away along a rural, that's a hard word for me. Rural. <laughs> rural. That's not easy for anybody. Quiet road in the Dole Valley area. Personal items, including a purse and ID, were found belonging to Jamie. Within two miles, two female bodies were discovered, but neither one belonged to Jamie Grissom. So let's point out the fact that the dude had a favorite spot. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, most people are like, I love going to my favorite spot and enjoying time yeah. with friends and family. He's like, I'm going to go dump a body. Mm-hmm. Well, he worked for Clark County Parks. Yeah, so he knew. Yeah, and as far as I'm understanding, Dole Valley is part of that, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. right. okay. And this is just the um, missing person detail. So if anybody has any information, well, it's 1971, Jamie... Stood 5'4", 125 pounds, Caucasian, brown hair that had been bleached but fading into a reddish brown. She was wearing a red and white horizontal striped blouse, round neckline, and puff sleeves. Hip hugger jeans, white sneakers with hand drawings and the words peace and love written on them. Handwritten on them. Dangly earrings. She could have been wearing a long brown corduroy coat. No other evidence has been found. No eyewitnesses have came forward. Jamie Grissom's case remains open to this day. Wow. I mean, it's kind of sad. That's not kind of it. really is sad. Uh, yeah, it sucks. So keep up with the dates. It gets a little confusing. Oh, God. There is so much back and forth, mm. but he's a sick, twisted motherfucker. Gross. Yeah. October 1st, 1974. Now, this woman, in the original information, they didn't list her name until i found this year mm-hmm. because his second murder murder case mm-hmm. was in february of this year of this year 2023 they, they just found more they found people? it a few years back but his trial didn't go to court until trial whatever it's called till february of this year yeah yeah it would have gone in 2020 but COVID happened but what? well i'm getting ahead of myself oh, okay okay but okay, okay. i'm 99.9 that have the right name on this if i don't i apologize mm-hmm. but anyways dario whiteman mm-hmm. a 20 year old woman from camas washington was standing on a street corner in portland oregon after leaving the oregon environmental council where she volunteered it was then a 25 year old 
Warren Forrest pulled up in his blue 1973 Ford van. Red flag before red flags were red flags. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he may as well have written goats in pajamas on the side of this fucking van. Oh, yeah. Free hugs. Oh, oh, candy, yeah. candy included. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Nice <laughs> <laughs> Making small talk, he claimed he was attending Seattle University and that he was working on a thesis. According to a newspaper article, Forrest offered Daria $10 an hour to pose as a model for a photo shoot. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, this is 1970s, so... Like 10 bucks an hour? Like, okay. And as for... I don't think, like, Ted Bundy and BTK have been caught yet. No. Yeah, no, they hadn't. They hadn't. I mean, they, they were busy cooking like, up their own shit. Yeah, like, there was, like... Not, there were serial killers, but not, like... No. The most famous ones no. of stuff today. So... And that the modeling would take place when he offered the job at Washington Park in Portland. Gosh, I need a shot of tequila. Washington Park. Washington Park in, in Portland. Portland. Yes. Good job. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> You're the best. I do one again. <laughs> when they arrived at Washington Park, Forrest drew a knife on Daria and then strangled her until she was unconscious. She came to inside the van with her hands bound in tape behind her back and her pants were gone. Time out. How do we know those details? Oh, you'll get to... You get... Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I can't, I can't jump I'm getting ahead, ahead of it. Okay. The listeners are going to be like, I'm invested. Erica! I'm sorry. God! Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I so excited about this app? I know, this, this is so fucked up. Her pants were gone when she woke up, okay? He then proceeded to drive. There were so many. Sorry, I keep like that off. But there were so many different reports. Like, I tried to piece it together. Oh, you're okay. good. Uh, he, she came inside. It came into inside the van with her hands bound in tape behind her back, and her pants were gone. Okay, read that already. <laughs> he then proceeded to drive into the park, greeting several park employees along the way. Yeah, she tried to. Tried to wave down help from the back window. Because of this, Forrest tied her ankles together and hoisted them up, tying them to the van. So she couldn't do that anymore. Like, this is dude so... Oh, my God. Like, it, when we gets better. He's, like, greeting his co like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, Steve. I'm like, what's up, buddy? I'm just... Beer Friday? Beer Friday? Cool. Yeah? Shoot gonna... some darts? Mm. Cool. Jesus. Yeah. Want to hide a body? Want to hide a body with me? <laughs> Tag, you're it. <laughs> mm -hmm. He continues to drive into the park where he tries to make small talk with her, asking her questions like, did she have a boyfriend? How old was she? And they eventually came to a locked gate, which he had a key to. Ooh, there's that park ranger bullshit. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind that he is an employee of Clark County Park. He got access. Oh, he's got access to everything. And Clark County Park, Lacomas Lake Park being a part of the Clark County Parks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This, is, this is his area. Oh, my God. So he had access to probably every gate within all those parks, including areas that were off limits or had limited access to the public as well. The majority of these areas being dense woods. That's how it all is up there. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't wander off the beaten path. Yeah. Like because... I was researching because I'd never personally been. Mm -hmm. I've been to a lot of places. Yeah. Just never the Northwest area of the United States. Yeah. No, you, you can't, you can't yeah. do it for funsies while you're doing this. I'm going to pull you up. The, the most I know of is probably Twilight. <laughs> oh God. Forks. Well, Jesus. I just think of the woods, you know, like. <laughs> Forks I know. I'm not, I'm not a diehard Twilight fan, but it's a, it was a good book. I mean, girl. I love the book. Team Books Edward, Team... Uh, no. Was it Edward, Team Taylor Lautner? I forget. See, I'm not that Team fan. Edward and Team... Taylor. That's not his name in the show. Yeah, it is. No, wait, it's not... <laughs> well, Justin? I forget his name. The wolf guy. Yeah, the, uh, Edward and... Oh, my God. I don't God. know. Google it. Let me know. This has to be a Google, because... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was for the wolf... Whatever he is. I'm sorry, but I don't... Jacob! Jacob. Okay, yeah, it's for Jacob, because I don't like cold, being cold. Mm -hmm. Definitely not. I hate being cold. <laughs> Do you really Google it? No! <laughs> I'm looking up goddamn... Freaking... Okay. Stay, go ahead. <laughs> and also, because, you know, like, um, him being a parks employee, and him having access to all these these areas what 
Oh, I, I got a picture. Let me see. So this is inside the Olympic National mm-hmm. Park in Washington State. I could totally get lost in there. Oh, y- yes. Yeah. Like, okay. So, so now you kind of get an idea. Yeah. 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 Like, that would be you, awesome. Yeah, you don't go off the beaten path. I would. I would not. Uh, you won't go with me? No, absolutely not. I'd get lost. Be like, bye. And I'd be like, okay, forest princess. Like, uh, <laughs> we ain't doing this. Like, you won't, I'm going to get the leash out and you get the with, leash out. I'll snap it to your pants. <laughs> I'm not even fucking playing. <laughs> no. Mm. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sidetrack. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> it was during this time that Forrest told Daria that he had done this before. Yes, he had done this before. He also told her he was taking her to dance for men for money, but that he had changed his mind. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked up, dude. Like, like who? Like he got a posse? Well. From my understanding, it was never proven because, you know, his murder trial. But you know, all that dark backwood bullshit. I think it was people down to, that's why I think. People it was, being involved in some fucked up mm-hmm. You never really know every single fucking detail. No. Because they get so focused on. Like the, the murder. Yeah. Yeah. And the timeline yeah. and evidence. After about a quarter of a mile, he forced her out of the van untied her and forced her to commit sodomy on him that's fun not not fun (laughs) fuck him yeah he then proceeded to assault her and torture her by shooting her in the breasts with darts from a pellet gun what the fuck yeah he's fucked up i mean like my boobs are going through some shit right now and i don't even want my own husband touching them (laughs) let alone a dart gun oh i know it's just it's fucked up like I have not heard of a documentary on him. I could be wrong. There's not a movie made on him. If there is, let us know. Tag us in it. Mm-hmm. So, in her, in Dara's testimony against Hold on, she didn't die? Oh, no. We're she survived yeah, this? She's... Yes, oh, I know. You just gave it away. I know. Okay, go ahead. But I, it's this is why it's so it's so twisted trying to keep the timelines together because when he killed and when they found the bodies is or like when he assaulted and then when the case came to fruition. Yes, and when the bodies and then there was we'll find I can't get ahead. Okay, go ahead. Okay. In her testimony against Forrest at the murder trial of Martha of Martha Morrison in late January of this year, 2023, she stated Daria stated, he pulls the trigger and I don't die. I must have been in shock because I didn't feel a thing. I was just amazed I wasn't dead. I thought maybe it's a poison dart and I'm going to die anyway. He just pulls them out and went on to his next pack of tricks. Ugh. Like, can you just imagine? Like, I don't even want to. It like makes me mad. There. Like laying there. Not knowing. And then this guy's torturing you. And just walks up nonchalant and goes, oh, I'm going to take those fucking darts back. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it's sick. And, and she was probably so tired at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you're not fighting back anymore. Mm -hmm. You've given up the goat. You've gotten right with whatever God you need to get right with. Yeah. Yeah. See you later, alligator. Yeah. But this woman survived. Like this woman is badass. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Tough bitch. No Mm. shit. Good for her. Yeah. We're going to find out. He then led her by a rope that was tied around her neck 100 feet down a path, set her on a log, and proceeded to strangle her again into unconsciousness. Forrest then stabbed her five times in the chest and left her for dead by a log covered in bush and debris. He took all of her clothing from the scene. This woman, this amazing strong woman, did not die. She awoke bloody and bruised after two hours Daria was able to find her way out of, out of the dense woods to a public road where she was helped by a passing motorist. Oh. Now, keep in mind, this is October in Washington. She was naked or partially naked and had been laying out there on the forest floor. The average, and I looked this up. You can mm. look up the temperature. Oh, no, I know. The average temperature that time was high 50s to mid 60s. Now, me, you know me. I like it hot. That's fucking cold. To the, me. Okay, but cold. Let's, let's think about this 50s, yeah. 60s. You have lost a shit ton of blood. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have no clothes on. Then you're probably you're wet mm-hmm. because it is wet in Washington State. Yep, that's hypothermia. Yeah, yeah, like that's hypothermia. Like her body is in survival. Cell temp, her core temp down. Yeah, and to stumble out two hours. Yeah, 
later. Yeah. After all this. Yeah. Now get this. The next day, Forrest was arrested. Police later found at Forrest's home items belonging to Daria. And inside his van, in a footlocker, they found a gun, tape, and belly twine that was used on Daria, as well as other victims. After his arrest was made public, a young Norma countryman contacted police and claimed that she had also been assaulted by Forrest. Despite the evidence and testimonies of both white men and countrymen, he was charged solely for the kidnapping and attempted murder of Daria Whiteman. Warren Forrest's legal team motioned for him to have a psychiatric evaluation where it was determined that he was legally insane and acquitted by reason of insanity. He was committed to the Western State Hospital in Lakewood, Washington. So, I mean, that's all fine and dandy. Like, great. They said he was legally insane. But the fact is... He he was going to... He he, left her for dead. He left her for dead. Yeah. Like, he made a conscious decision. mm Mm-hmm. And to do that, uh, Norma coming forward saying that this happened bef- to her, yeah, before, and that he told her he's done it before, yeah, he's yeah, like I've done this, and then just like, oh, he, he's insane, he's legally insane. Let's let's put him in a asylum mm-hmm. where he can live a life of luxury, yeah, yeah. and not have compared to, to what he should have be, yeah, like, like let, let's go ahead and shoot some darts at his titties, uh, yeah, and his penis. I think he should be and flogged, his wiener. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna. I would do more to his wiener than just shoot a fucking dart <laughs> at it. Like, give me a hammer. I'd skin it. Why pop his little nuts out like water chestnuts? I mean, just, <laughs> just FYI, there's no trigger warning. No, <laughs> we don't do trigger warnings. There is no shame. This is <laughs> what's behind the grim door. Yeah, and sometimes you've she's been real warned. dark. Okay, you've she's been warned dark. in the ti- warned in the title. That's right. So, in July of seven, July seventeenth, nineteen seventy four. What is that? Just a few months before Daria Whiteman's whole ordeal. Yeah, three months. Three yeah. months. A fifteen year old little girl. That's a, yeah, that's a baby. Girl. Norma Countryman of Richfield, Washington was walking down the road when a van passed by her. Norma noted he had tapped the bricks. He asked her if she wanted to go for a ride, and she said, no, I don't go for rides. She was trying to be polite, but he kept persisting. He kept asking questions like, do you know where I can get some weed or cigarettes? Yeah. And he did this in an attempt to keep her there because she kept trying to walk away and end the conversation. Like, mm-hmm. she like, knew no, better. I'm done. Yeah. She kept saying, I need to go. I need to go home. And, of course, he said he could give her a ride home. Well, against her better judgment, she accepted his offer and got in the van. Young minds. She, ugh. Like, my mother put the fear of God of a van in my head. You know, okay, let, let's rewind to the fact of us growing up in the 90s. That's true. This is the 70s. Yeah, like, there was never a point in time that I was like, ooh, creeper van. Until I became a parent. Oh, not yeah. And no. then I'm like, every other person on the fucking street, I'm like, stay away. Oh yeah. I don't fucking know you. Yeah. I mean, like, once again, look at the BTK killer. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. And this guy, this guy here, you'll see why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, she got in the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulled over into a secluded meadow and pulled a knife to her throat. He threatened to kill her if she resisted. This is where he beat her and assaulted her. He used her bra that he had cut off of her to bound and gag her. Forrest drove 13 miles to Tooks Mountain. During the drive, he had told Norma that he wanted to take her to Texas, where he was going to sell her to several men. Makes you wonder, mm-hmm. was he involved in a fucking sex ring? No. Like, and he lived in Texas. Like, yeah. So, like, was he involved in some dark shit down there, too? Yeah. Did he Did he kill before he moved to mm-hmm. California? Like, earlier in life? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find, find very much... On his like childhood, other than what I've already talked about, like, right? Like, I've never heard about him until I stumbled upon this sicko. Right. She is quoted in an interview on YouTube by the Colombian. I can't tell you how long we drove around. All I know is I was terrified. And I knew bad things were going to happen to me. Like, honestly, we could always say I can imagine, but honestly, but can you? You can't. No, you can't. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't. Like, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
Forrest parked his van at the park's gate, the same park he worked at, Clarks County Park and the Tukes Mountain area. And he carried Norma into the woods where he left her, but he came back. Hmm. This girl's a bad bitch, too. Oh, oh no, she's a bad gosh. bitch. Using the same type of belling twine as he did on his other victims, he tied Norma in a hogtie fashion between two trees. He hit her so hard in the face, she says she swears she saw stars, and he tells her that he will be back. She waited, but this brave young girl, only 15, was not ready to die. Mm -mm. In a court testimony this year in January, and we'll get to that here in a bit. Okay. Nope. And I really didn't want to give it away, but it's just it's such a crazy well, I'm time. In, I'm invested. Yeah. Norma testified that a thought flashed through her head that if he came back and found her like that, that he would surely kill her. Yeah. She struggled to get on her knees, and she started to chew through the rope. So let's talk about bailing twine. Yeah. You and I have history with bailing oh, yeah. twine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, from ranch and farm. Ranch, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's, let's, let's clarify, clarify that. that. Let's clarify uh, that. The cattle industry people, mm -hmm. calm down. That shit's tough. Yeah. You, we, I've used that to hold up panels and fat cattle. Oh, yeah. But okay. it'll break. She chewed through it. Chewed through it. Now, the bell and twine in the 70s was even thicker. If I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember. I mean, I wasn't alive, but. No, I remember piles of it from my grandpa and machine yeah, shit. Yeah, it was thick that shit. shit. was tough. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Twine, twine. Twine, twine. Oh. Hey, anyway, I digress. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Ba bailing twine, our affiliation, is... not the same. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. No kinky shit here. <laughs> oh, hell no. Shit. <laughs> So she started chewing. Yeah, she started chewing through it. And where it was placed gave Norma the chance to free herself. Like, if he had placed it anywhere else. She would have been screwed. Yeah, she would have been so screwed. So screwed. Ooh. Because I can't imagine at 15 she weighed much to even break it. No. Like, no, I mean, like, yeah. even her dead weight wouldn't have broke that. Mm -mm. No. Once the rope broke, she tugged on the rope that was tied to the other tree and broke free. Like, she was tied between two trees in a hog-tie fashion. If I remember, the rope came, like, around her mouth or it was across her face. Like, there's a sketch, and I'll post it, like, mm -hmm. on social media. Oh, my God. It's, it's fucking crazy. Actually, I should have pulled it up anyways, but you can always look up for it. Yeah. She stated in another interview that she hopped down the trail in the opposite direction that he had carried her in. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I'm pretty sure she wasn't sure exactly where she was. But I mean, good job going the opposite direction. Not knowing if it was just deeper into the forest. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't blame her. I would not go down the trail that he came in. Nope. Be like, <laughs> I'd rather take a risk with mm -hmm. all the wildlife. Mm -hmm. At least if a bear comes and yeah. finds me, it's going to eat him too. Yeah. <laughs> Hope so. But sadly, it did not happen. She came upon a barbed wire fence, and there is still no sign of anybody around, like, this whole time. There's mm -hmm. nobody. No cars, no noises, no campsites, nothing. It's, it's a forest. Yeah. So she knew she was still inside the park. The same park that Forrest works at. Mm -hmm. It was then she heard a noise behind her in the woods. It sounded like someone was looking for something, but that they were trying to stay quiet, and so she stood frozen. She said it seemed like she stood there for two hours. She was frozen in fear, afraid that she might make a noise, and she was afraid that it could have been forced. Searching for her, listening for her to make a noise, but she didn't. She stayed up the rest of the night, perched against one of the posts. She continued to try to break the restraints on her wrist, but she couldn't. Norma realized that the sun was going to come up soon, and she didn't want to be seen by Forrest if he was still searching for her, so she crawled under the barbed wire. Well, under with her hands tied. Jesus. Behind her back. Yeah, still yeah. tied up. Remember, yeah. And so she hopped a few feet because her feet were still bound. So she crawled under that fence with bound feet and her hands tied. Mm -hmm. her. She hopped a few feet, but she got tangled in some bushes, causing her to fall. Exhausted from the horrific events she had endured, she fell asleep. Norma awoke to the sun rising. The short rest gave her enough strength to continue. She managed to hop her way out of the woods where she came to a building. 
She didn't know it at the time, but this building belonged to the parks department. Oh, the same motherfucking one he works for. Yeah, just, like, just can you imagine the sheer terror of not knowing, like... Is he fucking in there? Yeah, is he in there? Like, I don't, we don't know, or it was never stated in my research, if she knew he was an employee. Mm-hmm. Because... Or just, yeah, I mean, like, maybe she did, maybe she didn't, but, like, looking back on it now, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, I would be terrified if mm-hmm. that would... If that was him yeah. and being in the open just in general right that would scare me she hopped to the door which was locked mind you it's still early in the morning and no one was there yet she can still recall the time on the clock on the wall that she saw through the glass window it was 10 till 7. norma sat down on the steps and it was only a few minutes later she heard a vehicle coming she was terrified it could be the same man who had just she had just escaped but she was exhausted wounded and still bound in that moment, she had given up. She had nowhere else to go. She sat there and listened as the gravel crunched beneath the tires. A little pickup pulled into the drive. The door swung open and a man stepped out. A parks employee by the name of Jim Ballou. <sighs> what a relief. Thank God. No, it was not Forrest. Norma broke down and cried. Jim asked her what had happened and I'm sure, judging by the sight of her, he was in shock. Norma had chewed half of her lips off when she tried to chew through the rope another twine. God bless her. The twine was so tight around her face, it had left a rope burn across her face. Her bludgeoned eye was swollen and bloody. Jim cut the ropes and called the police. Like, can you just oh. even be in that parks employee? Like, can, yeah, can you imagine being the person to approach someone who is just fucked up? Like with no explanation in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. First and, thing in the morning. And you know, in this day and age, it's even scary to think about because you know, there are horrible fucking people out there who play a victim, mm-hmm. but then there's other people waiting to take you. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, so it's like son of a bitch. Yeah. You know, but okay, let's think back thirty years. Yeah, you gotta think about thirty years that there's no cell phones. No. There There's weren't no people TikTok and Facebook or no. my, even MySpace. No, nothing. There was no horror movies like there is today. No. Shit like that. No. So the thinking process I guess would be different, but just seeing that truck pull up, not and knowing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, who's getting out of here? Giving up at that moment. Oh. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. When Jim, the guy Dude who found, found her. her Heard the description of Norma's abductor, he stated that chills ran down his body. Goosebumps. Jim Ballou and Warren Forrest worked together for 10 years for Clark County Parks. In an article for the Columbian, Jim stated that when other employees would tease Forrest about the coincidence of the description of Norma's abductor in the van, he would reply, well, I guess I'll have to get my van painted and go home and shave. Hardy, har, har. Why did no one say Ever be like, you know what? We should look into this motherfucker. Like seriously? all of these young ladies are describing the same dude in the parks, in the van. Like maybe like be like, hey, uh, you got some, you got some tape in the back of your van. I'm gonna go get and just fucking be Snoopy. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. no one ever fucked up. No one ever gone. That's the part that baffles me. Jesus. Yeah, and he was never, remember, and I could not, and I looked for it, why she never came forward, I imagine. What? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) Distractions. I can't, yeah, whoops, squirrel. But um, he was never charged for this, because no one ever found her abductor. So now, I mean, like, new question. Mm -hmm. She's 15. Mm -hmm. Did she just stay in the same town as this motherfucker? Oh, she like, was there at the trial this year. Ugh. And so was Daria. And she's like, yeah, that's that's the sick fuck who did this. Yeah. yeah. Did they charge him with it this time? No. Mm-mm. No. Oh, because he's still crazy. No. Well, I mean, he crazy. That's what baffles me. Like, what the fuck? I want to know who was the sheriff or, of this area. Like, who was in charge of this? Like, here's a guy. He hadn't been charged with Dara yet. He hadn't even uh, um, attacked Dara 
assaulted and tortured Dario Whiteman yet. This was in July. Dario's was in October. He had found himself some lucrative shit. Yeah. Because he's up in a state where this kind of crap doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And it's not unusual to find bodies in a park. (laughs) Well, it does happen, but no one knows about it yet. See, there's three other serial killers going on at this time, too. Mm -hmm. And no one knows about it yet. Mm Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's just so stupid. Mississippi. Anyways. July 11th, 1974. One week before Norma Countryman was abducted, beaten, assaulted, and left for dead, 19-year-old Krista Blake was last seen getting into none other a blue van. Jesus. They wouldn't find her body until two years later. On July 16th, 1976, a couple of people who were out gathering mushrooms and wildflowers in the Tooks Mountain area discovered the remains of a body buried in a shallow grave. Forensic examination proved it to be the body of Krista Blake. Her body was found 169 feet away from the spot where Norma Countryman was tied to a tree and left for dead, which meant that Krista Blake's body was there just 169 feet away from Norma when she had freed herself. The dude had a favorite spot, which yeah, is spot. fucking weird. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what was so fucking special about that area? Yeah. Well, the, well, remember, he's a Clark County park. Yeah, aside from the fact that it was, like, super fucking secluded. Uh, yeah, like, I think he just thought he could get away with it. Mm-hmm. And who knows how many people... Or like, and there's another question. Have they ever moseyed out there and been like, let's take some cadaver dogs in this little area and see if they sniff up a little something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, On Krista Blake's book, Krista Blake's body, the investigators took note of multiple holes in her shirt. And her hands and feet were hogtied with bailing twine. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. So, Jesus. holes could be from the darts. Darts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sick. And, of course, who do you think they think done it? Oh. Yeah. Now, at this time, he had already been charged with mm-hmm. Whiteman, but claimed insanity. So... Mm-hmm. God. Now, keep that dark gun in mind. It plays a key role in another case. The case. That okay, happened. well, so now it's two. We're up to a twofer here yeah. with the dark gun. Yeah. I mean, who knows how many more. Mm-hmm. So on the day Krista disappeared, Forrest wasn't working. Again, now, each time these women that they believe are connected to Warren, Forrest, mm-hmm. he supposedly was not working. Okay. Yeah, in each of these cases. Also, his mother confirmed that he had been at her house that day, but that he did leave that evening and didn't return until the next morning. Good for her mm-hmm. for, like, not lying for yeah. him being like, no, he left and didn't fucking come back. Yeah. And because of this, he was arrested and charged with the murder of Krista Blake and the evidence and the ties, the ties and the Everything. connections yeah. between Whiteman's case. Forrest and his attorney requested another psych evaluation because he wanted to represent himself. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> he passed the evaluation. Uh... So, hold on. He passed it. <laughs> yes. But even though he had already been deemed clinically insane. I don't know how you heal from insanity. Oh. I would like to know how many cases there are about that. I mean. Who was healed from insanity? Was he real fucking heavily medicated? Or like... was someone paid off? I don't know. You know, Lord hot salsa. So he passed the evaluation and was allowed to do so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, there were four judges who were disqualified from the trial because of their previous involvement with the with Forrest's previous trials. There was some worry that they could be in favor or against him, and they were replaced with with, they were replaced with Judge Justice Robert McCullen. Well, the thing is, is like, why, why trade out the judges? I mean, like, I know that there's a whole slew of shit that goes into like being a judge, you know, mm-hmm. but like, if I were a judge and I'd already seen this motherfucker four times mm-hmm. for this crap, I couldn't help but be a little biased. Yeah, that's, that's why. Well, that's, that's why. Wow. Well, you know, 
everyone's like, this is a, this is a closed case mm -hmm. thing. The first trial was set in early 1979, but had to be postponed due to the fact that his attorney allowed an unrelated dark gun into evidence. Unrelated dark gun? Yeah! This is some, like, fucked up, like... It's unrelated. That's why it makes me wonder why Countryman's trial never got taken seriously. Hmm. You just never know. Allowed an unrelated dark gun into evidence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when the trial for Krista Blake finally took place in April of that year in Cowlitz County, I hope I'm saying that right, instead of Clark, because his defense attorney didn't believe it would be a fair trial due to the publicity of his previous cases and the victims to the local area, Forrest pleaded not guilty. Mm. He claimed he was on vacation with his family, which his mother backed him on. Oh, yep, and but here, there she was. she was quickly reminded by the prosecutors that she had originally stated that he did leave her house that evening and didn't return until the next morning. Mm -hmm. And his wife also confirmed his alibi, stating he was with her the entire time and that he was never violent towards women. I can't imagine what their fucking behind closed doors shit was like oh yeah you just never know i mean we could get real grotesque here i'm avoided yeah but i i don't imagine it was hi honey how you doing no like lucy i'm yeah make me a martini and let me shoot darts at your titties <laughs> jesus jesus yeah he's fucked up you just never know what goes on and of course, his previous charge, the kidnapping attempted murder of Daria Whiteman and the kidnapping and assault of Norma Countryman, which he was not charged with, was brought to the jury's attention. These women testified against him. God. Yep. Can you imagine having to face that monster? Like having to come face to face with the son of a bitch. Who did all that horrible shit to you. Wanted to kill you. Yeah. I would be so hateful at that point. Oh, I would too. Like... But I, I think that I, I would, think I would like I said, yeah. we just never know. you never know. But I hope that these women were just so fucking hateful. Oh, yeah. Now I hope, I hope they just will let him have it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Good lord. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Now and he did confess the kidnapping Ooh. and attempted murder of Daria claiming he did it under the effects of PTSD, but still claimed he did not murder Krista Blake and he did not kidnap and assault countrymen. In the end, Forrest was found guilty and was sentenced to life in prison with a chance of parole. With a chance of parole? Yeah, with Are a chance fucking of fucking parole! Me? I'm getting heated. There ain't no way they can let this motherfucker out. I'm getting pissy. And honestly, how has he survived in prison this long? You know how that shit works. Well, yeah, I worked in a prison. Yeah, for you know how that shit works. Uh, they get isolated. Oh, yeah, because they know what will happen. Yeah, they get isolated. Well, the thing is, is people in this day and age, <laughs> even the ones on the outside, mm -hmm. I'm sure are completely aware of the horrible shit that these people have done if they get parole. Yeah. You know, like, okay. Like, <laughs> like seriously. Oh, and speak <laughs> speaking of this stupid son of a bitch, it is so selfish to even think that you have a chance of a parole board letting you out after all the shit you've done yeah. to someone. Thing is, more is, than one. Yeah, they aren't gonna let him out. No, you, you think? But the fact that they even allow him to come up and present himself every couple pisses years? me off. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Forrest has filed numerous appeals over the years, but they have all been denied because he is still a suspect in numerous violent crimes that happened in the early 1970s. In the early years, he continued to be uncooperative with the investigator, still claiming his innocence in many cases. Mm. Mm -hmm. In March of 2017, at another appeal hearing, he did confess to the kidnappings and the murder of Krista Blake. Now, remember, he did not. Did not yeah. yeah, he said he didn't do it. He claimed that Krista was depressed and had a mental illness and that he didn't plan on killing her at first, but he did so in the end when she tried to escape. What do you think these women are going to do? Sit there and talk to you. Yeah, like hang out. Yeah. Make friendship bracelets. It was the 70s, but damn. I mean, <laughs> he was noted stating to the parole board at one of his appeals 
I'm sorry for all the pain that I've created and that there isn't a day that goes by that I don't regret the selfish act. Selfish actions of my youth. Youth? You were an adult. You were yeah. in your 20s. You were married with two children. Yeah, that your youth? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Hmm. <laughs> he eventually confessed to 16 crimes towards women, but claimed he only murdered one. Krista Blake. The parole board eventually denied him from filing any more appeals until March of 2022. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Let me, I gotta see this. Mm -hmm. Okay. On May 18th, 2022, in front of the Washington Parole Board, while he awaited trial for a recently discovered murder victim, he told the board, All I had in mind was a distraction. And the distraction was, you know, deviant fantasies. And the deviant fantasies distracted me from my everyday life. But then it led me to my crimes. Deviant fantasies. Like. Watch some fucking porn. Yeah. Go, go rub one out. Yeah. In the privacy of your own home. Like. Write a book. Write a smut book. Do something. Something. But hurting people? Like real people? Like this. And you can't blame it on video games. This is not just I mean, I mean Atari did some shit, but not that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like no. Mm -hmm. This is so sick. On October 12th, 1974, two bodies were discovered by a member of a hunting party in the Dole Valley area, 100 feet apart, one mile from where Jamie Grissom's body was found, and eight miles from where Krista Blake's body was found. Carol Valenzuela, 18 years old, was identified through dental records. Mm -hmm. She had gone missing on August 4th, 1974, while hitchhiking from Camus to Vancouver. I hope I'm saying that right. I don't know if it's Camus, 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 Camus. The other body remained unidentified for almost 40 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. At one point, these two victims were considered to be linked to several known serial killers other than Forrest, who were active at the time, like Randall Woodfield, Gary Ridgway, also known as the Green River Killer, he's familiar, right? Mm. And Ted Bundy. Oh my God. Bundy denied any involvement in the murder of either Morrison or Valenzuela. In an interview, which you can listen to for yourself at interviewwithevil.com season one, episode eight, special investigator Bob Keppel asks Bunny about a pair of skeletons found in Clark County, Bundy responded, that's nothing to do with me. Well, thank you, Bundy, uh, no. for your help and your your judgment. Like, he's like, unrelated to this guy, but if you go listen to, like, the, him talk, uh -huh. Bundy's like, this they're so nonchalant about it. Which is just so weird because that's, like, some creepy kind of form, form of acceptance. Like, oh, what's yeah. done is done. Yeah, and, uh... Like, this was happening at the same, same time, you know? Right. In the same area. Hmm. Now, remember the dart gun that was used in the assault and torture, torture of Daria Whiteman? Yeah. Investigators took a sample of a blood stain on the grip of the gun. It was later traced back to the unknown victim. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, during storage, the skulls and the bones of both victims, the two women who were found, uh-huh, uh-huh, close together, were mislabeled at some point, and it wasn't discovered until 2011 when the teeth of Valenzuela did not match her dental records, when the skull and the teeth didn't match up. Oh. Which is believed to be the reason why it took so long to identify Morrison's remains. Okay. Yes. And there were several different persons considered in the identification of Morrison's body. 17-year-old Martha Morrison had been reported missing in September of 1974. She was last seen leaving her apartment that she shared with her boyfriend at the time. His identity is unknown as far as I can tell. The boyfriend? Yeah. Okay. And he's not a suspect. He was never really a suspect either as far as I can tell. In 2010, DNA was collected from Morrison's half-brother, which concluded similarities, but not enough to make a definite match. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until 2015 when her father's remains were exhumed for testing, it was proven a match. The unidentified Jane Doe for 40 years finally had a name, and her blood was found on the same gun that Warren Forrest used to torture his victims. 
and more than likely many many many, many, more. many more linking forrest to the killing of martha morrison now remember he only admitted to killing kristen blake oh, <laughs> oh fuck this guy god damn <laughs> yeah he's a fucking <sighs> Morrison's murder trial was first set in February of 2020. COVID. Mm -hmm. But due to COVID, it was postponed until early 2023 this year. After only 90 minutes of deliberation, the jury found Warren Forrest guilty of the murder of Martha Morrison. And 16 days later, he was sentenced to life. Hour and a half. The jury was like, Like, oh, boom, boom. You good? You good? You want to get? They took that hour and a half just. To be like, let's get something to drink. The dude's guilty. Let's make him wait. Like, how can I be any more obvious? Yeah. Like, for mm-hmm. real. Now, just keep in mind, during all this, mm-hmm. he's married with two kids. I How did his I wife not... Figure it out? Like, I want to know where she's at, and I want to know where his I could not find a divorce. But, get this, Ooh. at some point, and I couldn't find exactly when... But 40 years ago, he remarried his prison nurse, and he is still supposedly married to her to this day. His now, prison nurse? Yes! Now, See? I don't mean to call a female, but chicks before dicks. Jesus Christ. Like, why, why? That's well, like- it's the, it's some people who get all... You know, manipulative, crazy-ass people who convince these people to fucking, like, love them. I, it's it's like, so sick. She ain't in her right mind. Because at what point in time was she like, it's okay that he did all this. Yeah, he's changed. Uh, let's get married so we can have some conjugal visits. He was healed from insanity. He was cured. Yeah, no, and oh, let me just clarify. I'm not curious as to where his baby mama at and his yeah. biological children because of like oh i want to know where they're at it's like how are they doing yeah that is the thing and i i was gonna try and look but i don't think it will like i wouldn't and don't you imagine that they fucking stay on the dl oh yeah i mean i would i mean you can't choose who your father is no this is one sick twisted motherfucker Ooh, he, there and there are i'm sure plenty more oh yeah there's a list of possible victims but i don't want to put them out there um just because out of respect you yeah because i don't know for sure just know on wikipedia it says seven plus yes yeah. seven plus and we only hit what three four three what four four mm-hmm. yeah those are the ones that I, like this i just haven't heard about him so no i've never heard of this and to me guy. he's just as sick and twisted as bundy and the green river killer and BTK and I mean, they the all Carr the, brothers. They all like, have the same motive. And that's to hurt people. Deviant fantasies. Deviant fantasies. Them. Give your god damn. It's too bad that Google was not a thing in the 70s. Ooh. Deviant fantasies. Let's Google some deviant fantasies. Get it out of your fucking system. Well, I for one believe that is a door we will close. Yes. That's that. Episode one. Thanks for joining us on Behind the Grim Door. I'm Savannah. I'm Erica. And we'll see you next time. Bye.